Hey, hi there. Rick Arnett here, co-host of the T-Box. Welcome to another edition of Ticket TV, along with... Corby Davidson, Rick's best friend in the world. And uh, Craig and I will both... Craig's a little under the weather today. I, t- I tweeted your, your tower of napkins at the beginning of the show. I'm going to see how far it goes down by the Here's end. Here's the thing. And I said this to you. If you ever have a sniff or you have a... You never let anybody else have to touch your snot rags. Mark. I'm serious. Yeah, words to live by. More about that at 9:10. Something that happened to me for the first time in literally 20 years. He's I, got AIDS. It, no. Could be. Not quite that. Did you get tested? For AIDS? Yeah. No. Does anybody get tested for AIDS anymore? I did. On my physical. How'd you do? I was AIDS-free. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Mark that. I'll even tell you to mark that. <laughs> so happy. And we have a winner! Whoa! All right. now, he hasn't won just a whole bunch this year, but he's been up, like, every week. <laughs> so He's won five this year. He's won five. He yeah. claims he's only won, like, twice. Yeah, and ninth win overall for Johnny E. Brake. He's doing pretty Johnny well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Craig Rosengarden, also now known as Johnny E. Brake. Who was the first pro golfer to win a PGA well, where did Tour Orville move? Whatever, Where did Earl... Whatever. Where did he <laughs> Forget it. Just... Forget it. Where did he? No, we're, not, we're not, you're never going to go to break in time. What? Where did he or <laughs> go to break? Forget it. Go to bake. Eight 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 seven eight seven thirteen ten. To license. Yep. And I scrolled down. I went second place. Seventeen thousand five hundred dollars was what we were going to win. This was about midway right. through the round. And then yesterday. I texted you. I didn't. I don't. You didn't get it quick good. enough. Quack enough? Quack enough, yes. <laughs> you didn't get it quack enough. Hey, morons. I told you I want to watch the hockey game. Now, cut the golf sissy crap and finish up in there. Well, good morning. Whoa. Good morning. It is 8.02 on Sports Radio 1310-96.7, The Ticket. It is January 18th, 2020, and this is the T-Box. I'm Rick Arnett. That's Craig Rosengarten. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. Check out the new issue. And uh, let's see. Also, Ideal Golfer, where if you didn't get it in time, you lost out on a play around at the tribute for a mere 55 bucks sold out but you can still get sky creek ranch for a mere 39 dollars that's over 60 percent off that's a good deal it's a hell of a deal they don't discount very often no they don't that's at idealgolfer.com and today we are at the greatness and i mean the greatness of tpc craig ranch nobody loves this place more than i do i'm pretty close i do i do give I do have a, a, a warm part in my heart for, for TPC Craig Ranch. I've seen it. It's almost like I'm I'm a part, I'm like a godfather because I saw this place when it very first broke ground. Remember when we when we walked the course with... Uh, Jeff Reinhardt. No. Jeff Reinhardt. I mean, I like Jeff Reinhardt, but why would that be important? No, we walked it with... Um, Tom Weiskopf? Yes. Jeff Reinhardt, Tom Weiskopf. Yeah, let's lead with Jeff I like, Reinhardt. I like no Jeff Reinhardt. Jeff, I, I like Jeff Reinhardt. Jeez. Tom Weiskopf, you know, it's like, geez, all right. Anyway, <laughs> but remember that? I remember doing that, and I'm looking, 
and there's nothing but you know there's a there's a creek there and everything but everything else is just how can they envision a golf course out of that i don't get it yeah they have an eye it's maybe it's like some guys can read a good putt i can't <laughs> i don't know what it is but uh so we've been here since the beginning Hey, my son is up on the board as the junior club champion two years in a row. Here? Mm-hmm. What's that get him? Did you get a trophy or anything? Um, what's the word that you're in? Black. No, that you're, it's forever. In perpetuity? You Help a me. A plaque? <sighs> Never mind. Just just keep going. <laughs> He's immortalized? I thought yeah, you. it's kind of, yeah, it's there forever. Well, that's in perpetuity. Yeah. That's forever. Yeah, it wasn't the word I was looking for, though. Well, at least you didn't say there's no way that's a word. No. That was a good thing. All right, so we're bearing the lead here. We they are. have only 18 membership spots left. That's how popular this place is. This is a brand new, well, for Club Corps, it's their latest in a great roster of courses here in North Texas. They bought it about a year ago, and they're in the midst of uh, upgrading a lot of things. It would be the clubhouse, it would be the uh, uh Everything, everything. Actually, the golf course is in really good shape. You know, the other stuff. You know it's funny. I'm gonna, I'll probably, probably put him on the spot, and he'll get mad at me. But oh. our buddy Bob Samble's a member here. Uh huh. And Bob's I'll never, shop I'll never forget a year ago when he joined, or maybe a little bit longer. He's like, "This food sucks." <laughs> I tell you, let me tell you, I know how to run a restaurant. These guys don't have anything about. It. Club Corp comes in, he don't complain no more. How about that, Club Corp Not knows how to all. do it right. Club Corps knows how to do it right. So, so by the can, way, the best part about this place, you may say there, one, there are better. Yes. The okay. best part about this place, you may say there's a better golf course out there. You know, you may say. It's a beauty contest. Yes. But I'm going to tell you, if you're going to join a club, there's not a better course to in the Metroplex. There's not a better course to play every week. You know, it plays different. It's. I, I mean, can't disagree. Open, I can't disagree. There's not a better course to play every day, every week. And that's one of the – I think that's one of the things about joining any private club is you would think that's going to be the your course most of the time. Yeah. So you want something that's going to challenge you a little bit, but mm-hmm. you want to enjoy it. It's not going to be a beating every time you play it. It's not overly difficult. What's interesting about this course is it's all about provi- it's all about the wind. So if you have a prevailing wind, the last three holes, if you got money on the line of those last three holes, it's all you want, baby. Yeah. And if it's a north wind, though might be one of the easiest holes. There's a the number 17 hole is from the from the blue tees. It can if the pins all the way up front, it can be 137, 140 yards, mm-hmm. maybe even a touch shorter. Right. But it's got a false front. Yep. And if that wind's blowing, yep. Go ahead and try to hit your 9 iron. I dare you. Cause you're gonna you're gonna be in that front bunker. I don't I don't even care if you you hit a a monster nine iron. That ball's gonna find that false front roller all the way. You better flight it. You better flight it. All right. And if you're interested, you can call up TPC Craig Ranch uh, and ask for Allison Burrow, the lovely Allison Burrow. She's the membership director, and she's a uh, she's a great lady. So she will help you out, and uh, you will love this place. I'm telling you. I as Craig said, I never get tired of playing this course nope and uh also taylor brooks he's the senior marketing manager he's over at glenn eagles today doing some photo shoot but i told him i'd give him a shout out just keep him on these straight and narrow well so, you gave jeff reinhardt one why not hey 
Hey, he was one of the original guys here. No, I'm just giving it a hard time. But you, yeah, Jeff Reinhardt gets top billing over Tom Weisskopf. Yeah, you know, <laughs> what can I tell you? Uh, we have Kern out here engineering. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, back at the station. Bravo again, Jay. Your opens are mwah, the best. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Well, he's loud. He, no, he's, he's. I apologize. No, that's okay. No, it wasn't it was, your fault. It was Kern, I think. No, that was good stuff. By the way, when I heard that little snippet on when on Ticket TV, so Corby was on with Ducey this week on the on the free for all on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's when he lassoes some ticket member, and they did a montage. I got to find it. I'll I'll post it on Twitter of just the highlights of Corby. And there's a lot of the old T box on it. Really, pretty interesting. Yeah, and it. I remember when we broadcast it way back from the tribute. I, it's got to be like 15 years ago because you've been on since how long? I've been on for 16 years. Yeah, so it's got to be 18 years ago, something like that. Anyway, it was pretty I interesting. I need some more uh, footage of that because I saw Eli tag you in that on uh, Twitter, and uh-huh. I pulled it immediately. I was like, <laughs> I know I need this for the Open. So I need more of that. i got to go digging. All right. Well, I wish we had more of the Golf Gadget Police because that, that was... Oh, that was... I miss that. If we could somehow resurrect that puppy, that's when we used to – I used to solicit golf companies for equipment to test, and then we would test it, and we'd do it. It was like one of those half-hour shows before the tournament or after the tournament, and we'd get about 10 minutes. And uh, and testing out the various equipment was was funny, and then, of course, Craig ramps it up by one day sitting on an anthill, a fire anthill. Yep. That was funny. Yep. Anyway, those are good old back. times. Those are good old times. All right, let's get this uh, puppy on the road because we have a lot to talk about, a lot of golf stuff. We'll have the leaderboards at 830. There's a couple of them that are worthy to look at. 850. So everybody, quote-unquote, broke the news uh, earlier in the week. Was it last Sunday? Monday? Sunday. That uh, the Nelson, the Nelson Championship, will no longer be at Trinity Forest after this year. And uh, we were talking about that about a month ago. So we did. We brought it up on here, and we, it was in our January issue. Yeah. So we we'll, didn't get no credit for it, though. That's all right. I don't need it. Uh, we'll talk about that at eight fifty because we have some head scratching questions to ask about that. Nine ten. Maybe Kern can help me out on this because I battled technology this week and lost huge. I love technology. And it wasted three hours of my life that I'll never, ever get back. And then at 9.30, uh, Craig will be uh, making his annual journey out to the PGA Merchandising Show in Orlando next week. I haven't been there in about eight years, and quite frankly, I don't miss it because there's really nothing for me to do. Um, but Craig, he needs to talk with the powers to be to for different equipment deals and, and prizes for our tournaments and all that kind of good stuff. So... We'll get a preview of what that's going to be like, as you will be gone next week. You will not be doing the show. I will not. I will see you in Florida. Yeah, so let's get this uh, Let's get this show on the road. Up Did you next. want to say hi to Sam Hale, by the way? Did, I, maybe I didn't. Samuel Hale? Sorry, buddy. See, I go away for a couple of weeks, and you just forget all about me. I'm, I'm well, and I've been looking forward to saying hi to you because we were, about, we were going to have a bet before the NBA season. Oh, yeah? Do, yeah, do you remember that? No, I don't. What was it? I I was I was going to bet that the Oklahoma City Thunder was going to make the playoffs, and you said no way. Did I say that on air? I don't remember that. Like I, I could have very well either. said Kern? it. But I, I actually do. I don't yep. remember it. 
Yep. I was I was checking out because it was an NBA talk. Like, there's a very we'll, good chance that I did say it. I just don't remember it. That's we need so to check what was on the line. We we were we were go, we were negotiating, and then Russell Westbrook got traded, and we just decided not to do anything. Okay, so that but, sounds about right, actually. So why is, <laughs> why is that a story? He was adamant. It was a very heated discussion. Oh, pull the tape, Jay. Let's go to break. Some more All right, but up next, up next. <laughs> good morning, have, good morning, I, uh, um, Samuel. Samuel. Good morning, golf boys. <laughs> up next, I had the the joy of doing something this week. It had to do with golf, and I wish more people would embrace this. And I'll tell you what that is next on the ticket. Hey, hey, 818 on the ticket. Nice conversation with Greg Kenny. He's the new GM here at uh, TPC Craig Ranch. And that's where we're broadcasting from today till 10 o'clock. And if you want to look into memberships, you should call up Allison Burrow at Craig Ranch, and she will set you up. One of the things I love about that course, you still have bent grass greens, right? I think. Better. That's what it says on the... Uh, Sheet. They still bent grass greens, or they go Bermuda? Here? Yes. No, they're still bent grass greens. What, what do you think I'm talking about? Oh, you were just kind of adamant. I was like, what is he talking about? Yeah, no, they're still bent. Zoysia good. Fairway, yeah, and the Zoysia fairways are yep. great. You talk about a ball sitting up. Awesome. By the way, awesome. first hole-in-one ever yeah. at TPC Craig Ranch? Yeah. Our buddy Mike Broson. Really? Yep. Is that verified? Yes. There's a plaque. <laughs> just checking. Not that I'm jealous or anything. All right, 8.30, little leadboard talk. Uh, this is brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp itself. So when they uh, purchased this fine facility about a year ago, it's another feather in their in their big hat of great courses here in the Metroplex. So uh, kudos to them. And carsforkids.org. Thank you, Jay. Very good. We uh, We embrace them. Okay, so this week... Uh, new buddy of mine. I actually met him when uh, we did a Bob's Golf for the Month. His name okay. is Neil Heikinen. And during the photo shoot, he and I just hit it off. Just started talking about stuff and and uh, his new best friend. So uh, he's a member in another club, uh, and he invited us out. He invited me out there, and I needed to see it anyway, just because. Uh, we, we have our best, best privates in the Yeah, and it had been about a year since I had done it. And one of one of my issues, I keep saying this every year, and it's Groundhog's Day, and I don't know how to get out of it, but I see most private courses when they're dormant, because this, you know, leading up to November, you got to start hitting all the public courses. So, but anyway, good shape. But but the best part about it was, I played with a fivesome, a fivesome, Neil, and Dan Burkett, his GM, and Is Bruce. That- Hershey and Greg Jones goes in his bragger montage. Yes. I played it a five. Really? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's bragging. <laughs> but here was the best part. We all got along great. I think they half adopted me. But we played as a fivesome. If we didn't run into a group on the seventeenth hole, I think sixteen or seventeen, we'd have played in under three hours with a fivesome. And here's the beauty of it. Nobody took a practice swing. Everybody, everybody was playing ready golf. In fact, one guy, Bruce, he was, he was my, he was funny. I don't, I don't ever remember him teeing up a golf ball. 
on the tee. The next thing I know, he's talking, and he just wa- saunters up to the saunters up to the tee and hits it. I mean, he's like in the mid sentence. He just and amazing, Craig, awesome putter. I don't think he I, he barely addressed the ball. He, like he'd look, walk up to it and just hit it, and he would put it right next to the hole or in the hole. It was incredible. But but the beauty of it was is that we got more than enough golf in. In fact, it was one of the few times that after 18, I, I could have played more. Were you gambling? Uh, not really. Not really. We were just kind of putzing around, but, so I, I, but I enjoyed it. I love my group. I know you do, because you win money from them. Shh. Shh. Which I think is sorry on your part, Shh. by the way. Taking, taking money from a baby. Babies. But or candy. they are the slowest human beings on earth. So how do you handle that? Two of them. How do you handle that? It drives me nuts. It does. It drives me nuts. It drives my, you know. I couldn't do it. You know, Rusty yep. drives Rusty nuts. But there's two guys. One of them is the, is the best player in the group. And you wonder, like, if you're good, you're hitting less shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Takes him forever. He's the nicest guy, too. That's the problem. Like, if he was a Rick with a P, mm-hmm. kind of a different scenario, different situation. But he's nice. But speed up, speed up, speed up. And then we got Rat, Mr. Rabbit Ears. Right. Who everything bothers them. You, oh, he would have hated this group on people, Wednesday because we talked nonstop. People in New York City better not be moving when he's putting. I mean. <laughs> you know, and I think that's I think that's one of the problems with golf. So we, what was interesting is I expected each each cart in our group to have a blaring uh, Bluetooth speaker of music. You just seem like those type of guys. Right. No music, but nonstop talking. And it didn't bother anybody. See that I would be great with that group. Yeah, you'd love this group. So, yeah. um, so you and I used to when we were review courses, we play. If it takes us longer than two hours and twenty five minutes, something happened. Well, we're first usually we have the uh, the benefit of being first out typically, right? And it's just the two of us, right? Um, but it spoils you. And I know I've played out here when we can play in in a little over three hours. But we were even we were gambling, not but we were keeping our little game uh-huh. where longest drive gets right, a right. point. And, and yeah, I like that one. We and, need to bring that. And we were, we were having fun, but here's the thing: <clears throat> it kept things going because we weren't grinding over three foot putts. You you you, met, you got you got money for an up and down. You got money for birdies. You got money for longest drive and and close to the pin, but. So we'd, we'd play in two hours, 25 minutes. One time we played two hours, 30. I think we were out of Tierra Verde. Mm-hmm. And we both looked at, oh, yeah. We left our rangefinder in one of the holes. I had to go back and get it. Right, right. You know, it's like one of those. So, I, I mean, I, I know I can play fast. I know Rusty can play fast because we talk about it all the time. But, yeah, I, and it's a problem. It's such a problem that we are club court members, right? Yep. And our golf course was closed for this summer. Mm-hmm. And we would go book tee times around the rest of the club court facilities mm-hmm. there were three clubs that wouldn't let us play because they were too busy no because we were too slow you know what and i you know what i didn't have a problem Good for with them I, then they just said you guys can we play five some you, you need to play a foursome you can't play here you know what there's nothing wrong with it okay I, i'm gonna say shame on us because we can't play fast yes, shame on you yeah i'm not i'm no, i'm not disagreeing at all and i'm not the culprit but i love my group and i love playing with them you know it, it is what it is I, I, but I mean, every when you see, and there's about three or four of us who play fast, and uh, and we're always on them and shaking our head. But I listened you know. to a podcast the other day. Uh, Lenny Watkins was on. It was really good, and he's a notorious fast player. Yes, and he said 
The problem is is the faster players always have to adjust for the slow player. Yes. The slow player doesn't do anything different, and it's it's selfish as hell for one they, thing, and it's bad form for another. And they're oblivious. And there are guys Obliviates. who are, They don't care. And Is that a word? It's a word I'm using. Okay. They're an idiot and oblivious. But I, I remember back when my son was playing junior golf, and Lenny, this kid, was, was my son's age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lenny wouldn't, I mean, he'd start getting vocal with other kids. Mm-hmm. But there were kids that were slow, and and when you get to the level of the AJGA, mm-hmm. they every three holes you either get red carded or green carded. Okay, you get good. red carded, it'll freak you out. Good. But the ones who were slow screwed up for everybody. Could never admit they were the ones who were slow. Of course not. They never thought it was them. They said, "No, I'm playing fast today. I'm playing fast. I know I am." <laughs> like, no, you're not, dude. Yeah, there has to be a there has to be a paradigm change, uh, and we talk about it in golf all the time. And very rarely does it get um, provided a solution, because the slow players are the weakest link in the chain. And until they change, nothing changes. You're That's bound. True. You're bound by, you know, almost like with uh, with handcuffs to these guys and gals that just take forever. I lose my train of thought. I'm so I'm so bored waiting for shots to be hit. Um, it's the flow sucks. It's terrible. So, kudos to the courses that are boycotting you guys until you get your <laughs> you get your game in order. And I'm going to tell you this: if one of those if those two guys aren't playing, mm-hmm. I'll call the course. Say, hey, yeah, our issues are the not turtles here are today. not here today. Yeah. But here's the thing: I would almost guarantee you, because you you turned me on to something really valuable. I used to be one of those practice swing guys. Mostly because I was just waiting. I was killing time, giving me something right. to do. But you said, and I've noticed you, and you never took a practice wing, except maybe on a dicey chip. You know, you're trying to figure that out. But typically, you just get up there and rip it. And if you look at it from a common sense standpoint, common sense, usually your best swing is your first one. Well, it's not only that. Forget forget if your 25-year-olds don't listen to this mm-hmm. next few seconds. Mm-hmm. But if you're our age, right, and you're taking full practice wings... You're playing two rounds of golf. Getting tired. Yeah. I mean, it, it, watch the senior guys. They never do it. Mm-mm. Go watch the Champions Tour. Yeah, conserve, just conserve some energy, right? Yeah. I mean, it, your body and your back can only handle so much. And my mind. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, it's the fact that I'm just, I'm getting more mad as the round goes along. And, uh, and I have two choices. Put up with it or leave. And neither one of them are good, right? No. So, so I gotta I gotta hand to those guys, Neil and Dan and Bruce and Greg. By the way, you played with group. you played with my group once, and you played with the two slow guys. Mm-hmm. Didn't bother you at all. Because it was because we weren't going anywhere. See, if I see holes in front of us, then I get mad. I think that was one of those see, days I don't, when we were just. I don't look at holes in front of I us. I do. I look at the guy, if there's people waiting behind us. That too. That's what gets me. That too. But if I don't want to hold anybody up. But if nobody. But if we can't go anywhere, I'm just like, okay, yeah. now I'm stuck. And you just, you know, no sense, uh, no sense crying when you can't do anything about it. But I'm telling you guys, next time you go out, try not to take a practice swing. Just when you're ready to hit, we were hitting from all over the place, you know, and we all had carts. So it's not like you can walk up to your ball, that, that which is I, what I love the most, because you kind of go at your own pace. When you're ready to hit, you just hit. Nope, nobody has to admire see every shot you hit. You'll see it on the green or wherever. Mm-hmm. And 
I know this is so common sense, but that's what that's what drives me crazy. It's common sense, and it's looking after somebody else. It's it's being aware of your of your brethren around you, and if you're if you're leaving a snail trail everywhere, I mean that's just sorry on your part. That's Rick Arnett. That is me, the highest of the high horses. That's not a high horse. That's doing the right thing. <laughs> Serious? Why would why would that be high horse? No, it's not. It's just some people just aren't capable. Yeah, they are. They just don't want to. Everybody's capable of doing stuff. As you used to tell me all the time, people aren't too busy to do something. They, they chose, chose not to do it. You can always make time. Mm-hmm. So how about doing this for this year? The brand new year just started. Be part of the solution, not the problem. All right? Whether it's private our, or our public. Our slowest guy's not in town today, so he's not listening to this segment. Well, that's his problem. All <laughs> right, that was brought to you by uh, Arcus Golf. So check him out, ArcusGolf.com, for all their goodies. And up next. That's all you're going to give them? Well, they so have. You know a lot about Arcus Golf, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's hear your side. Well, they're home of Cowboys, best daily fee course in town for the 15th straight year. Uh-huh. Did it. Okay. And they've got all sorts of other cool stuff, and you can get your players, what do they call it? <laughs> players Prime Program. Yeah. Been see? saying that for about 10 years. Yeah, so why not mention that now? <sighs> Up next, how about some leaderboards? <laughs> T-Box is at TPC Craig Ranch today. The greatness of TPC Craig Ranch, the newest property in the Club Corp uh, roster in North Texas. Good for them because they got a beauty. And they're going to be upgrading a bunch of stuff, uh, mostly off course. Course is one of the best. Just love playing here. And um, if you are interested in membership, uh, there's only about 18 left. At contact Allison Burrow, the lovely Allison Burrow, and she'll take good care of you. Here's the thing you ought to know, too. This is not a crowded club. They've got it. Is it 300 members? 350. 350. You'll always be able to get a tea time with only 350 members. Mm-hmm. I so. love it. Just, just yeah. love it. Uh, this brought to you by the greatness of Classic BMW. They have their 2019 inventory sale going on this month, including three, five, Z4s, the X product lineup, lineup of the X3, the X5, and the X7. And you got also have no haggle pricing on certified pre-owns. So check it all out at Classic BMW Spring Peak. Ugh. Spring Creek Parkway and the North Dallas Tollway. There we go. That was easy for me to say. All right, 850, we'll give you our insight into what we think happened at Trinity Forest. Uh, Everybody was acting like they broke the story earlier in the week. I don't think so. Maybe Mm. just made it official. We were just going off what we know and what we thought we know. Mm Mm-hmm. So I buy that at 8.50, and then at 9.10, I battle with technology, and I lose big time. I need some help. Uh, but first, we've got a couple leaderboards. Jay, we've got a sponsor back there, buddy. No, sir. Ooh. Well, we'll just say it's uh, it's idealgolfer.com and the Texas Junior Golf Tour. When do they kick back up? When are they ready? Next week. All right. My, by the way, nice little sweatshirt you're sporting today. Thank you. I like it. I should have some swag. I'm proudly wearing my, my swag. Uh, we have an, the American Express. That's all they call it. It's the worst name ever. Worst name for a golf tournament in the history of ever, but, uh, you know what? American Express is paying big bucks, so you do what you got to do. Ricky Fowler and Scotty Schiffler are tied for the lead at 15 under par. Wait, it's about time for Scotty Scheffler to win. Well, he hasn't played in a little while. 
Um, I almost picked him for fantasy. But I did. Uh, I don't know. I have him and Fowler on the same team. Oh, look at you. Look, look at us. We share prizes. I don't think the other four guys are going to make the cut. <laughs> yeah, those two had identical 65-64s. Uh, they'll have the cut after today, and this is going to be start of the new uh, paradigm for the PGA Tour. Instead of top 70 in ties, now it's going to be top 65 in ties. Big whoop, five-five. But makes they're not going to. It, gonna have, it makes a huge difference. Well, they're not going to have an MDF on the Saturday, right? So if you make the cut, you make the cut. There's no lingering to see who's going to handle it the, on Saturday. Andrew Landry, who I did pick on both teams. The only reason is he's got two very high finishes at this event. Again, it's my horses for courses. But he was one for eight in cuts made this year. So that was kind of a leap of faith. But he's 14 under. He's uh, he's in second place. Tony Finau is 13 under. Love that guy. I just love his game. Sun J.M.? You know what? He's probably the highest picked guy over a course of a year. Who hasn't won? Kings. No, just <laughs> people, not only you love him, the world loves him. Yeah. He's get, he gets picked a lot. Yeah, well, he's he's long and he can uh, he can score. Uh, Sun J.M., who I think I played about 80 tournaments last year, even though there was about 45 on tour. He's at 11 under. He's really good. Uh, Brian Harmon. I'm going to make a prediction of him. Mm-hmm. When he scales down his schedule, he's going to do better. Probably, but he's, what, 22? Yeah. He's got nothing else to do. I don't even think he has a house. I think he lives out of mm-hmm. hotels, he said. Uh, Maverick McNeely, he of, uh, God, what was the name of that company? Sun Microsystems. Sun Microsystems. Of his, his dad was a billionaire, and he's made a good name for himself. He's uh, typically a, a uh, corn fairy guy, but he got into this tournament, and he's doing okay. He's at 10 under par. Uh, let's see, Paul Casey at 9-under. Trying to find some local guys around here. Um, Abe Answer's kind of local. A little bit, through Mexico. And played uh, on the Texas Junior Golf Tour. So. Aaron Wise, who won the uh, Nelson a couple years ago. He's at 7-under par. Um, this is still kind of, this is still, everybody's kind of easing into this tournament. Yeah, well, you'll see where you'll see the big hitters will be next uh, week at uh, in San Diego. You'll say Bob's tracking golfer of the week. Ah, Scott Harrington. Scott Harrington. Uh, he had one. He's little, hanging. Had one bad hole. Yeah, don't we in, all? In two days, he had one bad hole. Mm-hmm. He was bogey free yesterday, but the but uh, was rolling uh, first day and then double bogeyed the seventeenth hole. But uh, he's only one out of the cut. But we're hopeful that Bob's hat will make an appearance on the Absolutely. Weekend. Love to see that. Um, and other than that, like I said, next week is when Tiger plays, and I think uh, Jason Day's playing. I think Kepka might be there. Although he's playing Abu Dhabi this week, maybe not. What's but next week? I think it's the uh, uh, San Diego one. Yeah, Torrey Pines. Torrey Pines. Well, mm-hmm. Tiger will be there, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's playing that one. He's playing Genesis. So that's kind of when everything starts kicking. Uh, we also have a tournament. Uh, one, sometimes the big hitters decide to go take the appearance money. If you want to know about appearance money, last year when, when Sergio pretty much destroyed a green in a, in a bunker and all that and then just quit, he got paid a half mil. Of course he did. Well, I'm just saying. So if you're looking at a guy like, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, Bryson DeChambeau, maybe... Um, Brooks Kepka, they're making some decent 
decent coinage. Hey, you know, whenever I look at the at the European tour, and I don't much, I'd much rather look at the Corn Ferry, kind mm-hmm. of see where you know the up and comers are. Yeah. But whenever I look at it, I see a guy by the name of David Lipsky, because I always look for how the Americans are doing. Okay. You know anything about that guy? Not much. I don't either. But every time I see him on the I see him on the European tour. I thought you were going to bring up some Bon Mott, so you just said I don't know, I, what, I don't know what Bon Mott is, so I couldn't. But <sighs> I, I always wondered, and I was just hoping you knew something about him. Okay, word to the wise. Next time when you bring up somebody's name, have some background on them so you can you can impress me with your knowledge. That'd be awesome. Okay, uh, he's from Los Angeles and he likes cooking. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> So glad I know that. So Bryson DeChambeau, who is the new buffed-up Bryson DeChambeau, his new muscles got him a 72 and a 77. Plus five, he missed the cut. So I don't know what's up with his game. He's a bit. He's a walking bit. But Lee Westwood is uh, winning by one shot. God, he, he just won't go away, will he? You know what? If he ever had a short game, he was one of those guys, one of those awesome ball strikers that just mm-hmm. couldn't putt his way out of a paper bag. He would be. He would have multiple majors. I promise you. Uh, Bern Wiesberger is at 13 under, and Sergio is at 11 under. He uh, got a divorce. Had an amicable split with Callaway. Already with Callaway, not his oh. wife. No, with Callaway. <laughs> Did he just have a baby? I was like, wait. And he said, he said it was mostly because of the golf ball. And the more I hear that reason, the more I'm, the less I'm surprised because. Remember when Rory uh, McIlroy signed that big head-to-toe deal with Nike? Mm-hmm. Wasn't the clubs he said they gave him an issue the first year was the golf ball? Mm-hmm. Didn't spin enough. Which I don't understand that. If you're a top-flight pro like this, like like Tiger used to have that uh, that uh, David Ishi, you know, that engineer that used to mm-hmm. make all his. He would he would like make his balls from scratch. And if you're a guy like McIlroy that's getting 25 mil a year going head-to-toe. And he says, I need a higher spin ball. Make him one. I, I don't get that. It, that's where you and I think, like, um, we don't think the golf ball makes that big a difference. These guys, yeah. it does. But I, apparently it's it's more difficult than that. Remember when Jim Furyk was with Srixon? He won a major, and then the next year he broke his driver. And they could never replicate That's it. true. And he had an awful year, and he's like, I couldn't find And he finally had to leave Srixon because he could never replicate the driver that he had. Agreed. Who knows? I mean, he's got a quirky swing, and that's trying to find a swing to match that, remember, club that matched that swing. But You know, before, before it used to be kind of, uh, kind of a beauty contest, very, uh, not very objective, more subjective, before they had TrackMan. So if a ball comes off your club and you're saying, ah, it's not quite, not quite ball flight, I don't like the way it lands, I don't like the way it spins, but then you get on a track, man, and you can actually see the RPMs, you can see the carry distance and all that stuff, that enforces in your mind if this ball is for you or not. I, that's the last frontier, I think. I don't think enough people do ball fittings. If yeah. you think it's going to matter, right? Could be a placebo, but if your mind says it's, it works, it works. So... Interesting stuff. All right, it is uh, 8.46 on the ticket. That was brought to you by the aforementioned Bob Steak and Chop House, the original on Lemon. And I'll tell you, if you have a special event going on and you need some extra TLC, you call up Bob Samble directly, and he will take care of you. I don't know how many other places will do that. I think he even answers the phone sometimes. I think he would. 
And that's why we love that place, and that's why it's the By best. By the way, the world's biggest drinks. Nice. Order yourself a drink there. <laughs> you don't need a second. Just ask Bob for a trough of whiskey. He'll give you one. Wow. But I think it, you don't even have to ask for it. It just comes with the drink. That's okay. what you get. All right. As we broadcast out here at uh, TPC Craig Ranch, we love this place. It's kind of one of our home away from homes. It just feels so nice. I feel like I'm going home. I'm, I'm going home. I just feel everybody knows. You know everybody, and the course is great, and the amenities are great. Mm, can't, can't say enough about them. But up next, the Nelson is officially not going to be a Trinity Forest golf club anymore after this year. Craig and I have some thoughts on that that haven't really been brought up. We'll tell you what those are next on The Ticket. Well, hello. It's 8.55 on The Ticket. Good Saturday morning to you, January 18th, if you're keeping track. And this is the tee box. Is that an important day? I don't know. It depends on who you are, I guess. That's exactly right. Uh... I'm Rick, that's Craig, current out of your engineering back at the station. Jay's running the board, and Samuel doing tickers twice an hour. We're at the greatness of TPC Craig Ranch today. We did this last January, too. This should be our new uh, our new annual uh, trek out here because we love it. It's There's so many good things about it, and but first and foremost, it's an awesome golf course. It really is. It, it, it can change. You can play different ways. Some poles are, can be par fours or, or par fives. It gives you a lot of a variety. That's number 12. Yeah, I really like that. And a little word to the wise, if you've never played here before and you're going to taste test it, about the first seven holes take read a lot less break than you think. Okay. Would you say that? Yep. Do you agree? So there yep. you go. Uh, also, Tango Ridge is uh, doing a $25 round on the 25th. That's a green fee special and card special. Um, on the 25th day of each month, this month through October, because it's their 25th anniversary. And the greatness of Mark Viskoski and his fine staff out there is uh, offering that to you. So, so give him a buzz. How about that? And it's on, yeah, the 25th of each month. And next week it'll be a Saturday, so you get pretty good dis- discount How on about that. that? How about that? So there you go. All right, 9-10, I battled technology and failed miserably and it took three hours out of my life i'll never get back and i'm going to need probably kern's assistance on this because he's more tech savvy than either one of us but first so earlier this week was on sunday i think everybody was patting themselves on the back whether it was wfaa or the dallas morning news or the observer or whoever was saying that oh my god this is the last year that the Nelson Championship is going to be a Trinity Forest. And I looked at it, and I said, yeah, you might have published it now, but that's not breaking news. At least not to Craig and I. Yeah, I mean, I, I brought this up to you. Well, we had a we had a meeting, one of those clandestine meetings with the... Clandestine. Clandestine meetings yes. with one of our... <laughs> Used it right though, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Need the accent in a different so part of the word. So, um, so we were. Uh, That's a treasure to you, Jay. Where were we? We're talking about you know, there was a clandestine meeting we had. Yes, where we <laughs> follow the breadcrumbs. Craig. We found out from a little birdie uh-huh. that 
that land when you walk into the Byron, the the uh, Four Seasons front to watch the Byron Nelson, right off MacArthur. That land that you enter, uh-huh. and the buses are, and yeah, else, the Grand Entrance. That's owned by the Salesmanship Club. Okay, so that's that's land owned by the Salesmanship Club. They own that land. Yeah, I got that. <clears throat> so they're not going to be at the Four Seasons anymore. They can sell that land. Sure, it's probably pretty penny. Make some money. <clears throat> there was somebody who I think it was the owner, the new owner of the Four Seasons. The Four Seasons has a new owner. Uh-huh. I think he was going to be couldn't put a high rise there and do like Four Seasons Suites or Four Seasons Resident Living type thing. Mm-hmm. And they had a deal to sell that land, and I bet it was for a big number. Okay. And all of a sudden, Salesmanship Club says, "Now nah, we're not doing that deal. We're going to cancel that." Interesting. So where there's smoke. So you're wondering why they do that? Yeah, why would you want? Why would they want to give up money? Especially because the last year that the Nelson was at the Four Seasons, the Salesmanship Club made seven million dollars for their momentous institution. That's huge. Last year, they made three half, less than half. Yeah, less than half. That's huge. And so that'll that'll raise my brows well, pretty it's quickly. Kind of like, and, and I even brought this up. I don't know. It's it's how long and. You know, we are big. You know, I'm a preface this all the same. We're big fans of Salesmanship Club. Yes, we're big fans of what they do. That whole Momentous Institute. If you just tour it one time, you mm-hmm. see what they're doing. And Very impressive. It is great organization. And um, and so you, you just were feeling because they kept having to do more things because they didn't have enough money to keep things going. Uh-huh. Man, they're trying to do the uh, Web.com Tour Championship to mm-hmm. make some more and whatever. Right. Right. And all of a sudden, they just got cut in less than half. Yeah, that's tough. Man. It's hard to budget. Something's got to break. It's hard to budget losing half your revenue. Yeah. That's hard. So it just seemed like the writing was on the wall. And, you know, every time we brought John Drago on, he wouldn't tell me anything. Well, but, to his point, he wasn't supposed to. Yes. And, and he would basically say, yeah, you know, making only $3 million, we tried to spin it the right way. But, no. you know, Craig, it's like, yeah, I follow the numbers. It ain't good. Here's one thing I'll say about Craig and I. We get more off-the-record comments that because people trust us that we're not going to say anything. We're not going to write about it. And we it, don't. And we don't. So we keep those, we keep that loyalty, and we keep that trust going. But about a month ago, everything was pointing. Oh, and you had to be an ostrich and head in the sand not to see it. And everything was pointing, and it's like, you know what, Rick? I think it's time to start talking about this. Yeah, and we did. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't throwing anybody under the bus. No. It, it was a, you know what it was? It was the perfect storm be- of issues. Because here's the thing: as it's matured, Trinity Forest Golf Club is a good golf. Club. I like it. You're, it's going, and everybody's going, what are you going to do with the land now? It's going to maintain, it's yeah. going to stay a really good country club. It's going to be, a, or a golf club, or whatever it is. It's one of the few courses in town that's a, that's a true link style course. And it's it's a good course. What was lacking and what, what you didn't realize was nobody wanted to go drive down, see the tournament, and drive home. They wanted to hang. That's what Las Colinas was great for. You could hang. You went over to Cool River. You yep. went over to Champs. Yep. You know, stayed in the pavilion longer than you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Focus. That kind of a thing. And so it wasn't working. People didn't want to go down there. It wasn't because of the golf course. The golf course was good. Well, here's if we back up a little bit, when this was all getting started, I had no problem with the course. Once you, once you get a little course knowledge, it's actually really fun and it's unique. 
I have no problem with it at all. They had no problem right. with the with the property, with the staff. Everybody was top notch. But when you're following the legend of TPC Four Seasons and all the amenities that you have and how right. convenient it is, the differences are incredible. Are, are stark. Yeah. You've gone from the glass over full with, to a glass that barely has any water in it outside of the golf course. Well, you, I, I don't know if you can look this up, but the last year that Nelson was at the Four Seasons, we had six of the top ten players mm-hmm. there and mm-hmm. 12 of the top 20. I'm well, shooting from the hip now. Okay, but be fair, different date. It wasn't right Same before date. the PGA Same Championship. Same date they moved the PGA Championship. Well, that's, that's the big um, problem. And I'm not sure it would have been any different, Rick. I mean, Dustin Johnson loved it here. Brooks Kepka loved it here. There were guys who loved hanging out. Jason Day loved it here. Yep. You know, it, it, it was, Especially hey, if you got family. I can bring my family and stick the kids in kids club for four hours while I go play and my wife can watch me. We don't ever to have spa. to. We don't have to leave the facility. <clears throat> they, right. they got a kid's pool. They got an adult pool. They got... You don't have to they get leave. everything. They get everything that Trinity Forest does not and have. And so those guys who have families were, I mean, God, back in the day, Phil Mickelson would never miss this event. He, he, he and Amy would come with mm-hmm. the kids, and they just loved it here. And they worked out in the I mean, state-of-the-art gym. So it, it, it made all the sense in the world that, that, um, to move it now. I don't know why you announce it now. How about this? I don't get that. but Before we get to that. As much as we like, uh, we love TPC Craig Ranch. Uh, there are some premium courses in town that people say, why don't we just move it over there? Not TPC Craig Ranch, but something, you know what? The highest end courses are not very not very compatible there either. No. There's nothing you, around them. You need, you need the infrastructure on the golf course, yep. and you need the infrastructure around we the golf course. We can't get away from Mike Broson, by the way. Hey! Because he's, he's the ma- major domo here at, uh, just ask him, at yeah. Craig Ranch. Okay. So uh, so so here's the deal. We're ignoring you now because yeah, we have to do radio. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. trying to do radio. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was the major point that I thought was lacking was the fact that they announced it now and not either the day that the week the tournament started or the or the Sunday following the final round. Yeah. And say so, you know what, it was a good run. We tried. And it, it just didn't pan out. But to do this a year early, like half people think it's not going to be there this year. Yeah. Which makes no sense. So why jump the gun and broadcast that now? Why don't you just wait until it's all over, you know, until this year's over, uh, the tournament, and then mention it. And I don't, I don't think anybody was completely surprised by this either. If they were, then you're definitely an ostrich. Yeah. Or you're drinking the Trinity Forest Kool-Aid. Yes. And, again, love the staff. Really like the golf course. Every time I played, I learned something new, and I like that in a golf course. I, I I have said this times on the air, and I've said it outside. Every time I've played it, I've liked it more. Yeah, it's it's so a, it, it's, it's one a of course those knowledge that grows you on you, and you course and knowledge just, course. Yeah, and it gives you what it, what's always great about links is it get, offers you multiple ways to play a hole. Mm-hmm. And some of these, the newer courses don't. You have to hit everything up in the air, and you got to hit these, you know, to the nice big lush greens. You you can't run up a shot because there's a bunker in front of the green right. and all that kind of stuff. So I like the the imagination that it takes to play a link style course, but it was also its detriment because if it pre- immediately precedes the PGA Championship, there isn't a links course. Eh, 
Maybe you can call Whistling straight, straight to Links course, maybe. Kind of, yeah. But it's not your typical British Open type of layout. It's links with a lot of undulations and elevation changes, which makes it really not a links. Right, but... It doesn't have trees. Doesn't right. it? And it's, and it's by water. Yeah. So, but by and large, if you look at the roster of upcoming PGA Championship venues, there's no links. So if you're trying to get your game ready, like when Houston used to mimic their golf course... For Augusta, they'd shave, they'd have the false fronts, they make the greens about 14. People thought, okay, that's a worthy warm-up. Gives me a little chance to get my yep. chops in. You got no chops. What you ever do at Trinity Forest is we'll, have, we'll not do anything for the next event, I don't think. Yeah. Even though Brooks Kepka finished high last year and he almost won the PGA. Yep. So, but he's an outlier. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it, it also, I think it depends where the PGA is going to play, right? If the PGA is going to be up at Southern Hills in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. I'd play. It's a three-hour drive after after Sunday. Yeah, but that's going to happen once in a decade. It, yeah, I mean, I, but, but you know, going up to New York, eh? You know, being in the Midwest, Chicago's easy to get to from here. You know, it, I think it depends. And here's the thing, too. I'm going to step out on the ledge here, too. All right. So came out that there's no. Um, notice or no announcement of, and they have not decided where the event's going to be after this year. In 2021. In 2021. Let me let me let me hit you with some knowledge. <laughs> I like knowledge. As uh, yeah, that's a little dodgeball reference. There's Kern. It's going to the Four Seasons. Oh, it, there's no it's, doubt. It's it, you. You don't. You have, go anywhere else, it's going to be kind of the same problem. Yes, I mean if you look at this place here. You, um, it could hold a tournament. The club court buys this facility, and they made the golf course awesome, and the golf course could hold the golf players, and you mm-hmm. could have a great. But the the they need to do some work on the clubhouse, mm-hmm. and which they are. The ability to get in and out of this place ain't easy. So you're you're going to need to do some structures to the city of McKinney to be able mm-hmm. to get in and out of here pretty okay. And boy, you you don't have the time for that. You need to plan for that and. and by the way, it'll be interesting to see what the access is for the for the PGA courses right down the road. Well, see, they're off. planning for that, right? Well, I gonna, hope so. And that's the other thing. Could it go there? No. Both you and I have said this, and actually even uh, Tim Rogers from D, D, uh, D Magazine, uh-huh. he's asked, He's like, hey, do you have any info on this? What's going on? And, and he and I talk. I mean, if mm-hmm. I wanted to know something about, I don't know, something that's happened on Dallas, I, I could ask him too. But he asked, and I and – I, kind of said um you know they they haven't announced anything but god it'd be so hard at this point and and the pga doesn't get along with the pga tour and they don't get along he goes you know i've heard that here's a guy who does not tuned into the golf world and he's heard that they for them to get along to have an event over at those of those it would have to have a uh a a paradigm change, I mean, fully, of whoever's running the uh, Seth, Seth, uh, what's his last name? Well, I don't know. He used to be at, uh, at Deutsche Bank. See, he's the head of the PGA of America. Yeah. So between him and Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, they're going to have to have a buddy-buddy handshake agreement that we're going to start sharing some revenue. Yeah. Now, good luck with all that because the PGA of America is not going to share squat with the Ryder Cup. Nope. And nobody cares about the President's Cup. Nope. So the PGA doesn't, I, okay, only if you give us half the, uh, you know, no, no way, that ain't happening. So, so I, I think there's a small chance in 2022 
that they could come together on this one issue and, and disunveil it and, and for have, one time. No, I think they could probably come to you know look. The PGA Tour is going to pay the four seasons to have the event there, right? Mm. You know, if the PGA of America says, "Look, you, we'll charge, we, we'll let you have your events here, but we're going to make some money, and here's what the cost is going to be." Maybe. Well, maybe it would be a change of. But uh, next year, but 2021, ain't four no seasons. doubt. Well, if they don't move it there, again, that's if if the four seasons agrees to it. Why move it at all? Right. Right. Because everything else is many courses that we love in this town. They don't have the infrastructure right. to handle it. It's not the four seasons. So um, I'm just curious. I, I can't see unless either the either the head of the PGA and the head of the, uh, the tour have a lobotomy and forget all the past um, issues with revenue sharing and everything else. Uh, they're not that chummy. No. So unless they come up with this great marketing plan that, Okay, we have a great venue, um, and we can share in some of this. I don't know if that would ever happen, and uh, that's why I'm not confident that mm-hmm. they're going to get squat no. out of them. By the way, if you're last thing, if you're looking at a golf course, you're playing today, and you say, "Why couldn't it be here?" Uh huh. Just think about number 17 and number 18 at TPC at Las Colinas in its heyday, and how many people were around that oh, green, heck yeah. and how many people were around the, the fairway, mm-hmm. and ask yourself, could that golf course you're playing today house that many people? Yep. A TPC is designed to hold that many people. Other courses are not. I agreed. All right, so there you go. That's our that's our three cents <laughs> for uh, three and a half. what's, what's going to be upcoming. Um, yeah, if it doesn't happen at the Four Seasons, then I would just look at everybody and say, why bother? Why bother changing anything until you have a bona fide place in mind and you can handle the infrastructure? But we'll see. We've been wrong before. I don't think we're wrong on this one. All right, that was brought to you by the greatness of brand new client for uh, little avid golfer magazine, Mercedes Benz of Plano, including Ewing Buick GMC and Ewing Subaru of Plano. How about that? So they're right down on Spring Creek Parkway. Uh, Ewing Subaru is in Plano. Great guys. And Kim Patterson and his staff are just the best. So we welcome them on board. And you should, uh, if you're in the model for a, a Benz, a Buick, a GMC, a Subaru, check it out, baby. I'm intrigued by the Subaru. Yep. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Greatness of Ewing Automotive. All right. Up next, there was a battle. Technology versus me. And I lost famously we'll tell you what happened next and before that i got something too quick hit thanks for that okay park place dealers boy do they have a slew of high-end brands and they have their certified pre-owned which is also called cpo month largest selection of pre-owned vehicles across all the stores so if you want a great deal and you also get an extra warranty on a certified pre-owned which is great when you have a highline car uh, check it out, Park Place. They have a bunch of dealers around town. Just look them up. They mm-hmm. will wow you. All right, 930. Craig is going to be making his annual pilgrimage over to Orlando to check out the PGA merchandising show. I think the last time we tracked it, we went together, was it nine miles of aisles? Somewhere around there? I don't know. It was a lot. It's crazy. Anyway. It's the biggest show of Orange County, Florida. Okay. Or it was. I'm not sure if it still is. Well, there you go. So we'll talk about it at 930. Who's, I'm always curious who's going to be there and who isn't. And when you're talking about big manufa- big manufacturers, I'm always head-scratching why they decided, you know, it wasn't worth the money. 
I don't know. We'll check that out at 9.30. But first, we got some weather. Got a sponsor, Jay? D&M Leasing. Well, there you go. Good buddy Roger Lee. Check out D&M Leasing. All right. It is going to be sunny today. How about Windy. that? The, a strong north wind. It'll be chilly. It will be chilly. It'll probably be a, a real feel of about 46. Tomorrow, 54. Then it's going to start getting colder again. 56, 50, 46, 59, 54, 58. A little bit of rain in the forecast. So, uh, you know, they were, I was talking to uh, Allison, or maybe with Shane out here. Uh, they had some guys playing out here yesterday when it was raining. Oh, and I'm telling God, you, I'm telling you. Actually, it wasn't that cold, though. Yes, but here's the deal. If you want to guarantee playing fast, come out when there's even the threat of rain. Yeah. You will kill it. We'll just come out at TBC Craig Ranch because there's only 350 members anyway. Absolutely. Love this place. Yeah. Just love this place. If you're looking for a membership up in this area, you would be smart to contact Allison Burrow up here, and she will take very good care of you, as they do for every member up here. All right. All right. You first. You, yes. So... We've been doing this together for how long? 17 years? 16 years I've been on the air? Something like that. Kind of run And together. you run the show. You run the show. I don't run the show. I just organize it. Yeah, so you don't have right. to. Well, today, <laughs> today, bite me. To, and I'm giving you a free pass, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh-huh. Today, uh-huh. I'm ambushing the 910 segment. You want to do your technology, we'll do it at 930. We'll uh-huh. just move things down. But today is an is a special day at the T box. Today is Rick Arnett's birthday. Mm. Hey. Yes, it is. So I think the same need, day every year. You need it well, but it's only every seven years it falls on a Saturday where it's on the T box, right? Uh, true. So we don't get to celebrate your birthday on the T box very often. Nice. So short of putting Thank a you. candle. Yeah, we're gonna put that candle in our breakfast burrito. Oh, that's coming. <laughs> I where you're asked, going with that. I asked our board op extraordinaire, Jay King, mm. to put together a little special thing for your birthday. Nice. So Jay, you ready? I'm ready. Well, let's hear it. By the way, young 60. Hi, this is uh, Ty Walker of Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Starring mainly on uh, weekdays doing tickers <laughs> 3 to 7, but also doing Saturdays 10 to noon on The Ticket. It's uh, Eli and I. Anyway, enough of that. That's a long pre Happy birthday, Rick Arnett, <laughs> and many, many more. You look so much younger than 80. I really appreciate what you do every week to your body. I appreciate that. Again, happy birthday and many, many more. Nice. Awesome. Thank you, Ty. And awesome. what? An awesome. <laughs> what? Or an awesome. Neighborhood credit union. Boy, did, did, did I get enough sleep last night? Because I'm morphing into you, and that's... Frightening so you, the hell you really? Out. Well, just hey, Dave. That. It's frightening so, the hell um, out of me. All right, you go to ideogolfer.com. It's so funny. No, because you're sitting there having to swallow your food to do a live spot, and nobody. I was waiting that. for the music, Dan. Whatever. He's not go burping ahead. though. Yeah, you don't want to cap on burp. anybody, pal. I don't burp. You're the I ultimate capologist. So we're gonna we're gonna ruin another live spot. No, go. No, I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> okay. Hey, you need to. You need to go look at IdealGolfer.com. Ideal. <laughs> hey, Rick. Eli Jordan here. Sports Radio 131096.7 FM, the ticket. Wishing you a happy birthday to the greatest of all T-boxers. I don't know how you've made it all these years having to listen 
to Craig every Saturday, but you've managed to pull it off. Happy birthday, buddy. We love you. Nice. Yeah, this might be the last show. All yeah. right. Hold on, Shane. I so look for Rick on the fan Smile. next week. Smile. <laughs> Rick and the hammer. Jeez. Ready for that? Boom! No. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> All right. See you later. Hey, Rick. Jay King here. Just wanted to wish you a happy birthday and to thank you for the great heavy hitters of Saturday mornings and making it a little bit easier to get up on those 4.30 alarm clocks. Uh, yeah, this might be the last show. Right. <laughs> so look for Rick on the fan next week. <laughs> Rick and the hammer. Jeez. Ready for that? Boom! No. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> All right. See you later. The anus. Hey, Rick. It's your allegedly favorite ticker man, Samuel Hale, here. Wishing you a happy birthday, even though y'all forgot about me this morning and, you know, could have been a little bit nicer to me overall. And, you know, there's there's some grievances I could air here. But another you know, prelude. So I guess we'll save those Get for to another it. morning and another day. But overall, happy birthday, buddy. Congratulations on, like, a million years on the ticket. Hopefully you'll die soon. I can have 8 to 10 for my own show. But until then, Hello, Rick. This is Matt Birmingham, host of the Ticket Top 10. <laughs> happy birthday. Maybe one day I'll get to meet you. But, eh, who cares? Good point. Wow. I'm. My heart is swelling with pride. Well done. Jay, how did you round up that all star list? What would Craig Miller say? That is the all star group of the tier five? I had less than 30 minutes to make that. Yeah. Yeah, he did good. He did good. Yeah, I cheered up. He did good. Thank you. Remember that phone call? Thank you. You I guess you didn't get woken up in that special way. It was a little. A little early for not not unless I did it myself. <laughs> oh, Mark, not quite that flexible. Good lord! <laughs> Nobody you? knows what we're talking about. Inside joke. It was my birthday. I can say what the hell I want. Yeah. You got any big plans? Uh, yeah, I don't know yet. You know, I'm actually probably a little more low key than usual. You know what I? You know what I think you ought to do? Of course, you're going to tell me what I need to do on my birthday. Yes. Okay. I th- and I'm going to call Jody, and I'm going to call Bob, because set it up. You need to have a nice, special, romantic birthday up at Bob's in at, on Lemon. It won't be tonight, but it will be soon. There you go. How about that? Not to celebrate your birthday tonight. You can do it on that, Tuesday. You know, that's one of the beauties about Old getting age. older. <laughs> is it's same thing with Christmas. We had an like elongated Christmas because uh, part of the family had to. We had to wait another week before they could arrive and everything. It's just a day, but I like the extended birthday. So that, yeah, okay, today's the birthday, but maybe there's something going on tomorrow, and maybe I'll catch up with some friends on Monday, Tuesday, and that'll be another part of it. So yeah. I like that. It lasts a while. Okay. But well, thank I'll you. buy you lunch next week. Oh, nice. So nice. somewhere you want to go, not where I want to go. Really? Which is usually the way to do it. <laughs> hey, you know. My favorite part it. of the whole thing was uh, when we were doing that live spot, uh, Craig goes, I have to make a phone call. And I start playing like your live spot and getting it going, and the phone in the studio is going off. Uh-huh. And I was like, "No way, he's calling me." <laughs> yeah. And okay, so, so I'm having you... to simultaneously talk to Craig and deal with the uh, live spot at the same time. So here's the question: When did you realize it was my birthday? Tuesday. About Ten minutes ago. Tuesday. Oh. And I had a plan. Uh oh. And then we got go? busy. Yes. And I forgot. Until my wife texted me, don't forget, you want to remind you that it's Rick's birthday today. There Thank go. goodness your buddy was there to help you. My buddy. So I don't know how she knew, but I you love know, her you for know that. What? Facebook. 
That's the one thing oh, yes. I do like about Facebook, and that's the first thing I check in the morning is which one of my friends has a birthday we so talked, I can give my I, happy last birthday. Last week, you and I talked about birthdays for some reason, and I was like, man, his birthday's soon. I know it's the yeah. end of January at some point. Only been working with you 20 years? Yeah, it's soon. You know where mine is? Whatever. Yeah. So, But I know it's soon, <laughs> and, uh, and, and so that's when I looked it up, and I have it in my Palm Pilot really? from nice. 1997 that I have in there. And uh, so I did, and that's when I said, and I told Amy, we were at dinner Tuesday night this week, remind me, it's Rick's birthday, I need to do something for it. It's on Saturday. And then she reminded me, thank God. You know what? The greatest birthday present was the fact we're broadcasting from TPC Craig Ranch today. Oh, dear God. Because I'm about ready to to dive into this (laughs) meal that looks incredible. Looks like a... uh, Chef Nick. Chef Nick, who used to be at... uh, God, he used to be at the somewhere, mansion? Somewhere big, yeah. I think he was at the mansion. That's yeah. that's big-time stuff. You know, I've never eaten there. Really? Nope, never have. Well, I'd go but to Bob's first. this is going to be a taste of this because it looks it looks awesome. So anyway, thanks to everybody for the birthday wishes, 63. But the only thing I realize when I, when I get older is when I have to fill out a new online form and how far I have to scroll down to get to 1957. Oh, oh. Gets oh, tougher every year, yeah. but I guess having a birthday is better than not having one at all. So uh, there you go. Yeah, happy birthday to me, and thanks to everybody. All right. Up next, you can do whatever you want. Nine thirty on the little ticket. We'll do a. You know, I need some help with this, so I'm gonna so I'm gonna railroad the show and talk about my my nightmare with technology because I need help with from uh, Kern. We'll do that next. We broadcast from TPC Craig Ranch, the uh, city of Arlington, and their fine troika of golf courses where you have Texas Rangers, you have Tierra Verde, and you have Lake Arlington. All under the hospice of City of Arlington. So check that out. All right, 950 will mix with Country Force. I will thank them for their well-thought-out birthday wishes and uh, see what's going on in their lives. And maybe that's when we'll do a quick hit on what Craig is is preparing for next week when he goes to the PGA Merchandising Show. <clears throat> But first, since it is my birthday, I'm going to opt to talk about something that almost didn't allow me to have a birthday. Uh-oh. Not really, but sure felt like it at the time. So my mom is in assisted living. <clears throat> so that has its own challenges and everything. But by and large, we've worked everything out. And and we're uh, on top of things. And I'm glad she's close by and she's being cared for very well, and she seems happy as a clam, which is perfect. Right. Happy mom, happy life. So, but there are times when I and my brother and uh, and her caregiver get a little nervous when, you know, some baby she'll be unsteady, you know, and she's trying to get up on her walker, and sometimes just one of those things, right? Get it. So, by and large, the, the staff comes around about every couple hours at nighttime, and that's, that's reasonable. Sure. But unless... Your mom falls right after they come by, and then there's two hours before somebody locates her, right, or, or, or discovers her. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, okay, Rick, be a part of the solution, not the problem. So I'm going to buy some surveillance cameras. Get them on Amazon. Good stuff. And it's and they're nice. They're, they're not terribly expensive, but they're you they're programmable on your on an app on your phone, and I can I can I can raise or lower, turn it from side to side the camera mm-hmm. so and i would tell myself okay i'm going to be i'm going to be prudent i don't want to see anything i don't want to see so i'm going to point everything towards the ground 
and I can do it at a 45 degree angle so I can point towards the ground of the floor next to the bed. And in the bathroom, so all I need to see is a limb <laughs> or something, you know, something like that. And then I can alert the staff and say, hey, you know, my mom in room, whatever, is you might need to go check on her. So I'm thinking this is genius. So the problem with a lot of this stuff now, and Kern, please pipe in. He's our resident techie engineer. Is they don't give you a lot of great instructions. The instructions these days are really haphazard on a lot of stuff. But I figure, okay, I'll have to just go go on YouTube and I'll figure it out, and or I'll go online and read the reviews and they'll tell me what's going on. So I tried to sync up the camera with my cell phone and the Wi-Fi, and I spent three hours doing this. What? Three hours, because one time it worked. And then it dropped off. And I'm like, this is my nightmare. I don't know why. It, it, I'm sure it's pilot error. There's something going on. So this is why I need help from the P1s, especially if you have parents in assisted living. Because uh-huh. I don't know if this, is a, if this is apropos for just this facility or it's every other one. So what I come to find out after I talk to their IT person is each device has to have their own Wi-Fi code password. I'm thinking, what? Why is that? I've never been anywhere where that's the case. I go to a hotel. That's new. It is new. new. However, there's a method to the madness, I think. Now, they're saying, well, everybody would have the same password and get on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's the point, right? So then they also said, well, each one, each device will cost you $25 a month. I said, ah. So that's where it all boils down to. They're making money. But here's the problem. I have a Wi-Fi code on my phone. Mm -hmm. The Wi-Fi code for the camera is different. So they don't, for some reason, will not talk to each other. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. So basically what's going on, when you're connecting to the camera, Yeah. when you're on the Wi-Fi and the camera goes, oh, I'm connecting to the phone, which is connected to right. this Wi-Fi, that's what I'm, it'll use that as the pass-through to get to. And you can't do that. And I'm thinking, okay, this can't be that tough. But I went crazy. And I said, well, how am I supposed to do this? Well, you can use your laptop. Well, if I lose my, use my laptop, I don't care around my laptop 24-7. I mm-hmm. just want to be able to look at my phone at night and say, okay, mom's in bed. That's good. Good, good, good. Everything's good, right? But I can't do it under this constraint. I don't know what to do. And I don't know what the other residents, what their families do for their cameras. I got to find that out, because otherwise, it's 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 ridiculous. I don't see the current. You're a big security guy with the with your company and all that, as far as you know, viruses and everything else. What are they? Is, is it truly just a greed thing? I think it is. I really do. Because there's no security the... that I need to worry about. That not there. You know, you give us a, like I have one here. I'm using the guest Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, code or password to to hook up my my laptop. They had here TPC Craig Ranch, and you can configure guest Wi-Fi's to where you cannot get to <coughs> any internal functions right. of there. Right, you put a firewall up or you do whatever you do. I'm talking on my butt. I'm just using terms that I've heard in the past, and maybe it's apropos. You don't even know what a firewall is. Exactly. <laughs> so I am frustrated, and I don't know what to do because I still need to, we still need to monitor dear old mom. But I, under this current constraint, I don't know what else to do. So if you are an IT person or you have a workaround, which I think the workaround is just give everybody the same password, 
Um, go ahead and email me, rick at myavidgolfer.com, or tweet me, at our net rick. It doesn't matter. I, I, I think the solution is what I've already, already said. I think you're going to have to fork up the money. Well, but that's – no, it's – it's still the problem. They have different Wi-Fi codes, so it doesn't matter because they're trying to talk to each other. It's not just hitting the hitting the Wi-Fi. The the, the camera uses your phone to connect to the uh, to, to connect to the Wi-Fi one time, and it that's how it gets its it remembers to connect to the Wi-Fi. It uses your phone as a password to remember. But I tried having that that use its own password, mm-hmm. the camera connected my phone, which has a different password. I think you guys, to be. To, you guys need to talk off air on this one. Cause well, I'm just saying. I'm getting a little. Whatever. You're getting lost. I don't care about you. It's my birthday. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's not the only thing that makes you go to sleep. You've, you've yawned about 13 times during the show already. So just, uh, just word to the. I'm a yawner. I'm a yawner. <laughs> he falls asleep when we talk basketball. Yeah. I do that on purpose. Though. He falls asleep in my staff meetings. No, I don't. Yes, he does. We'll no, start talking, and all of a sudden you see his eyes closed. <laughs> I say, Ricky, you, 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 what do you think? He How long has right that up. been? It's been a long time. You've actually improved the staff meetings. That's why I don't fall asleep anymore. Uh, see? There you go. All right, 942 on the ticket. Again, <laughs> we're at the greatness of TPC Craig Ranch. What do you think that was that we got served food today? Okay, so it's kind of a – so it's an egg. I tweeted it, and I also put it on Facebook. I don't it's record. pretty. So there's a over-easy egg on top. Some chorizo, some avocado, and it's a kind of a, a deep fried tortilla. Uh, tortilla, yeah, or an empanada or something like that. Tostada, maybe something like that. It's really good. I think if I had a, a personal chef, I'd probably eat like this every morning. But since I don't, I just make an easy shake. Well, every Saturday morning when we're at a good place. We're at a good place. This and Crest takes good care of us. Yeah, which is next week for you, yes. which I will not be at. That's right. So, we have a couple of minutes. So, you're going there on Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday? I'm going Wednesday. All right. So, you go Wednesday. You'll stay through the weekend. Yeah. And so, I'm always curious about what companies, especially manufacturing companies, are willing to spend the big bucks to put up a big booth and everything. Which ones aren't this year? The same ones do the same now. Titleist is huge. You know, and not only does Titleist have their booth, but then they have their FootJoy booth. and um, But they're not announcing anything new this year. They okay. do it every two years. Right, which uh, I like that. Um, Callaway uh, is coming out with a new golf ball, and they their booth is probably the biggest out of any. And it's interesting. They're not changing the name of the ball. Huh. You know, figured with that golf, ball, golf spy work where, where they kind of saw a couple flaws in their golf ball. Right. Um, figured, you know what, it's a good time for a name change. Yeah. Nope. They're going to be called the Chrome Soft, but it'll be the Chrome Soft 2020 or something crazy. Are they changing the packaging again? No, don't, I haven't seen it. Okay. But I do know that they, you know, as I've talked to my Callaway peeps, <laughs> it's game-changing. Because it wasn't game-changing enough to keep Sergio, mm-hmm. but it's game-changing. So they'll be there. You know, Nike never comes, but, you know, they're the probably the biggest player right now in apparel. I would say so in the golf side. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to say <clears throat> you're more into this than I am, but as I watch the the pro golfers and everything, it's got to be Nike then in way second place Adidas, I'm guessing. Oh, I think probably something Titleist is next with FootJoy or think whatever. So? Yeah, they're, they're – The thing with FootJoy, I just bought a pair of their golf shoes. I, I do like them. 
But every time I wear something of theirs, it's too big. Yeah. It's very blousey. Yeah, they, they, they haven't do, uh, embraced the, the slim fit yet. No, no. Which I, I guess I, most people who, they're, they're, look at the guys who are playing golf in front of you and behind you. They Men of size? Yeah. Hmm. So maybe that's the reason. But, they, you know, they're, I haven't seen anything new there. I do, I am trying out a new golf shoe. Don't ask me the name of it, uh, but they sent me one. Um, Just one shoe? Yeah, one shoe. But it's supposed to be help you with your stability mm-hmm. so you'll hit a golf ball better, more consistent. But, uh, but on the other hand, you're not allegedly building a stance. You're no, not, it's, in, see, that's it's within the shoe. See, I don't understand that. So I've shown it to, I was showing it to uh, Travis, and uh, the ugliest shoe in the entire world. It better work or you'll never wear this thing. Hmm. You know, I'm I'm kind of a proponent of all that. Look good, feel good. Yeah. You know? So if I had to look at a club that I didn't like, I had to look at a pair of golf shoes when I'm having my dressing the ball, and I didn't like that either. Right. I didn't like anything about what I'm wearing, but I'm shooting the best rounds of my life. How quickly can I overcome that prejudice? Uh, you'll quickly. Think. Yes. Even though I, every time you get out, you just man, I. If I gave you hell. a bright pink golf ball. Mm-hmm. And I said, "See, just play this for now. See how much better you play, and you shoot a 69. Mm-hmm. Guess what you're doing nice. next round? Shooting another pink ball. You're bringing out another pink ball to play with. Maybe it doesn't work anymore. I don't know if I'm that superstitious. It could be. I'm telling you, the technology of this ball is better. Hmm. You play better. Hmm. All right, well, theater of the mind. Right. Yeah. Okay, I like it. So. All right, 9:47 on the ticket. We'll get uh, Craig will be gone next week, but uh, we'll get some stories from from the PGA merchandising show when he comes back. And right now it's nine forty seven. Up next, let's mix with Country Force, who gave such heartwarming happy birthday uh, greetings to me. I can't I can't thank those two enough. And Jay and Samuel and Craig and Kern and uh, everybody else. Anyway, we'll talk to them next. A lot of people to thank. Allison Burrow, the membership director. Taylor Brooks, he's the senior marketing manager. Greg Kinney, the GM. Lovely Shane, who brought us breakfast. That was awesome. And uh, how about Nick? Everybody for their hospitality. Sorry? How about Nick made the breakfast? Yeah, how about that? Great chef, Nick. That was good stuff. I need to hire a personal chef. Is he a good enough chef now that he goes by one name? How about that? Chef Nick. That means something. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, uh, so anyway, if you have a an interest, and I, you should, if you live near this area, <coughs> you should really do some investigating because there's only 18 memberships remaining. They, only, uh, they have uh, 350 members, which is not a ton for a country club, which is awesome because then there's more time to play golf and there's um, less traffic to play golf, Yeah, as we talked about earlier. God, so it is blowing out there. Good luck playing good today. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody here and to Club Corp and to everybody involved. How about right. Chuck Federson? How about Chuck Federson? He said happy birthday to me. Did he? Yes, he did. How about that? How about that? On Facebook or on texting? Texting. And Chuck Cox. He was going to come out here today. Chuck Cox or Chuck Federson? Chuck Cox. But must have had other things to do. All right. Bearing lead. I want to thank uh, Kern Hydro Engineering. We'll be at uh, Crest Cars next week for another lovely breakfast. Because we just saw Mike Bros and he's playing in a two-man scramble today. Oh, it's cold. And back at the station, Jay King, awesome show today, buddy. Did a heck of a job. I do what I can. 
I don't know. I thought the best was Ty Walker's open to the montage. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that the was, longest intro ever. That was great. And also Samuel Hale. I didn't even know where it was going at the time. I, I don't think he like... did either. <laughs> that was, was a good time. There was some Thank swerving you. going on with that suspension. But, you know, it's all in the thought. It has nothing to do with the delivery. It's all in the thought. And I appreciate that. All right, it's your, so here's a, it's here's your day, a, Rick. It is my day. Here's a question, and I'll pose it to Eli. We have a we have a close it's basketball talk. No way. No, we have a close knit staff at the office, mm. and um, and normally when it's somebody's birthday, we'll go get a cake or something, right? Stripper. If your birthday's on a Saturday, yeah, you're kind of screwed. Do we still do a cake on Monday? I mean, I think that's a that's a Craig decision. I think it is a Craig decision. You're the should have done it on Friday. Yeah, you kind of make your own rules. I think my birthday's on a Saturday this year too. I think. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, well, it happens. I'll bring you a cake. Thanks, man. I'll bring you a cake. Can you tell us when now so Jay can prepare for the montage and not have thirty minutes to do it? Just look on Facebook. Yeah, it's it's in April, so okay. you got time. What 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 year were you born, Rick? Fifty seven. Okay, let's see what happened in 1957. Sputnik. Oh, well. You and Sputnik. You hang your hat yep. on that. Sputnik. <laughs> the only birthday that I see, I think I have two famous ties to birthdays. I think one's Muhammad Ali and the other one's Kevin Costner. Hey, now. How about Ski, who used to have the tomato up in Denton? I used to. He used to come and see us at every show because his birthday was the same time as yours. Interesting. I don't know why I remember that. That is out of the blue. I like ski. I've got uh, Al Pacino and Renee Zellweger. I think are Ugh. my two uh, two famous birthdays that I Al share. Al Pacino, huh? Oh, and uh, Tim Duncan. Uh, Tim yeah. Duncan oh, well. as well. I have Will go. Ferrell and Ty Walker. Yeah. Ty Walker, <laughs> y'all the same birthday? Yeah, Will Ferrell and Ty Walker on the same day, nice. July sixteenth. Mark it down. You know they say, Craig, you're a stats guy. They say if you're in a, a room with fifty people. There's a really, really good chance you're you're going to share a birthday with somebody. There's a 50 and 365 right. chance, right? Which is roughly one in seven. Yeah. Do you know what the most common birthday is? Hmm. It makes sense if you think birthday? about it. Well, you're June, probably you're probably doing the deal Valentine's in the winter because you're. I would say nine months after New Year's. Yes, that August. is correct. It's like August. September 16th, I believe, is the most <laughs> common birthday. Well, it's funny you say that because my daughter's is September 15th and my son's September 21st. Yeah. So we were I know a lot of people that fall during that week. It's like either se- like September 12th <laughs> to like 19th. I have five or six friends. My dad falls in there as well. So, yeah, a lot of so, a lot of uh, New Year's Eve. Um, celebrations? Yes. Want to hear, wanna hear a crazy birthday stat? My family, the four of us, my wife and my two kids, our birthdays are March 16th, April 17th, May 16th, June 17th. Same year? <laughs> Good God. That wouldn't make any yeah, sense. That'd be no, weird. Would it? <laughs> I was going to see if he was paying it's attention. Birth. It's his birthday. I was going to see if he's paying attention. So, yeah, 1617, you're like the You're like the high-toned uh, golf tournaments, a major every month, starting yeah. with the players. How about that? So there you go. Starting in April. And you get them all done out. You get them all out of the way by May. That's good. <laughs> that is good, Danny. What are you doing tonight for your birthday, big party? Uh, You know what? I might cook tonight. Going to go to Orchids of Asia? Whoa. Believe it or not. Sheesh. Orchids of Asia? <laughs> no, Bob Kraft. Go to bed and wake that. yourself back up. Sheesh. <laughs> he took he away just... my, my, 
normal room there. I had to think about that for a moment, what that was. <laughs> Eli went from 1 to 10 in about a split second. That seems like a good way to ring in the birthday. I might cook tonight. So let me ask you guys, a big round table. So I was always told back when I was in my formative years is learn to cook something awesome. Just one go-to thing. So anytime you have to impress somebody, you know, okay, the president shows up, whatever. Because remember, they always say that, right? Pretty unlikely. Stay out, wow. stay out of the never living know. room. Why, why do I need to stay out of the room? Well, you never know. The president might show up, you know, one of those things. So my go-to outside of meatballs, which I think I'm going to make the world's greatest Let meatballs. Let me guess. Okay. I'm going to say linguine and clam sauce. That's it. Is it really? That's yep. 17 years of being intimate linguine with each other every Saturday. Linguine and clam hey, sauce? No. How did you come up sauce. with that? What? Well, it's a common dish. Well, I mean, I'm aware, but I mean, it just seems like very a very random thing to perfect. Yeah, that, how does that become your top dish? Like meatballs, because, I get. Like, well, because <laughs> my mom is an FBI. She's full-blooded so Italian. That. And she showed me, and I over the years, every time I go to a restaurant, an Italian restaurant, I'll get it. And I want to see how it compares and everything, and I've, I've dialed it in. And it's not hard to make, but it, it delivers. Well, I feel like you're playing with fire getting... Grocery store bought clams. <laughs> well, you don't. They're in cans. You get oh, you get the can. You get the clams? mince clams. Can, can clam. Yeah, you get the mince clams. You ever tried to do it with fresh clams? Uh, they're messy because you mm. got to chop them up and then they start gooing everywhere. It is. It's not the same. Tell me but about it. the secret. The secret to it is, is you got to use fresh herbs. You have to use a lot of butter, and you use a pinot. Ooh. Pinot wine? Reggio? What's Regio the white wine? Pinot Noir. No, uh, Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir is the, good, is the good cooking wine. No, Pinot Noir is red. Red. Yeah. The, whatever the white one is. Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Use that. Yeah. Listen to Kern, and the wine expert. Uh, Sommelier Kern makes an appearance. <laughs> Kern knows. Anyway. Don't hate. So, hey, as long as, as long as somebody else cleans up, I don't mind cooking on my birthday. I don't mind it. So there you go. So linguine right. and clam sauce tonight, huh? After Green your visit to Orleans of Asia? Big old Caesar salad, some uh, Texas toast, some mm-hmm. garlic bread, mm-hmm. and then I'll have somebody bring my dessert. Which? What's your favorite dessert? Boy, I have a thousand of them. Clam. Oh. Careful. <laughs> who, said who said that? Not me. Matt Birmingham, the sniper in there, just slowly opening his bike and running away. Matt. <laughs> All fifteen, all one hundred fifteen pounds of Matt. What do you? No, what do you? Uh, he's at one thirty now. Today? Yeah, I'm at one thirty. One thirty. One thirty five. Yeah. You wearing heavy like shoes? <laughs> wearing. Man. Yeah. He had a nice big helping of linguine and clam sauce <laughs> yeah. before he came in today. I'm telling you, if you've never had it, you'd be amazed. It's pretty darn good. It sounds good. I just, it's uh, to me, it's just kind of a random thing to. Well, to perfect. Can make a steak. Well, that's true. No, I mean it's it's definitely unique. Yeah. So what's your go-to, Eli? Yeah, what's your go-to? Steak. Yeah, I would, yes, steak. Captain Crunch. (laughs) Captain Crunch. No, it cuts the roof of your mouth. Yeah. (laughs) That was an overrated cereal, by the way. Yeah. Oh, vastly overrated, yeah. That and Lucky Charms. There was nothing better than Frosted Flakes, right? Frosted Flakes, top three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing better. It was simple, but it was sugary. Cocoa Puffs. Stayed crispy. Cocoa Puffs were good. Yeah, I I like the... uh, I'm a big fan of the cocoa crispy, the rice yeah. crispy, but the, the chocolate yeah, see, version. They, they would get way too soggy for me. I didn't like it. Well, you're not eating with fast fruity enough. pebbles. Just eat it fast. Fruity yeah. pebbles are legit. Yeah. Yes, they get soggy agree. really quickly though. Apple jacks. 
Apple Jacks. Ooh, apple Jacks. Oh, apple Jacks. Just have some Frosted Mini Wheats, Grandma. They're frosted okay. Mini Wheats are gross. I'm in on that Apple Jacks. And what was the other one? Corn Pops are delicious yeah. as well. Yeah. Honey Grams. Smacks. Under, okay, how about underrated? My all-time underrated is Cinnamon Life. Cinnamon Cereal. Toast Crunch. Ooh. Yeah, Cinnamon, Cinnamon Life Toast Crunch is, is great. Is awesome. It's better than, I think it has less sugar. Why does all that stuff have to be so bad for you? I know. Because it's good. It yeah. is good. All right, what, on the soda weight loss, what is your go-to dish, Ty? <laughs> Cheesecake. Uh, I'm, I love steak. I like steak. Who doesn't? <laughs> You a fillet guy, or are you more of a New yes. York strip? Yes, I Sounds like all personal. steak. Any, any and all steak. Any and all steak. Give it to me. Yeah, I'm surprised so, you're not going out for dinner tonight. I'm surprised you're not going over to Ruth's Chris or Bob's, Bob's, or Bob's. Del Frisco's. I'll, I'll, or, I'll do Bob's down there, and you know, no, Bob's is the only steakhouse I would go to. The other ones you just mentioned, boy, uh, it is delicious. Not, they're not in our world. Um, yeah, I will at some point, but tonight I don't feel like going out, so I'm going to cook. Okay. And I and I don't mind it. It's you, it, you gonna tilt back a few or? Oh yeah. 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 I'm gonna get just brewski sh- or knocker. Just going shots out. and I might alternate beer. Long full of ganja. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe that or that. Yeah. That'll get the My appetite birthday, up for that the linguine and clam ring sauce. The, ring in the birthday. Hey, it's legal somewhere. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe you can use that fresh herb as well. <laughs> wow, this linguine, I can't this get enough the, of it. This is the best, man. I want to eat more. Well, I don't know if it's, so damn hungry. I don't know if it's legal in the state of Louisiana, but walking down Bourbon Street during New Year's, that's all it smelled like. Weed? Yes. That and it urine like, and vomit. It smelled you know like what? Tommy Chong's car. You know what? <laughs> to Eli's point, I'll take that over... Vomit and what was the other one? Urine and urine. <laughs> There's almost anything. Mayan and not. urine. Yeah. Uh, no, no. You're right. There's uh, there's degrees of uh, of aromas and those two don't are not high on my list. Well, what's on the uh, country force? Yeah, very good, Craig. Yeah, urine goes vomit. Same orphanage again. So bad. I don't know why I do that, but country. For- well, I- first off, I want to make sure everybody knows that. Country Force this week will be a non-clandestine meeting, and, and, uh, and it will be that. <laughs> no and, clams. And, uh, yeah, the first segment we're going to no talk. No clandestine either, yeah. Yeah, no clandestine. And uh, Cowboys. We're going to talk Cowboys to start off. Jason Garrett gets a job, and we'll talk about Drew Pearson getting the snub. How much uh, How much of a haircut you think he had for his salary? He was making five, six a year? It was His last deal was five years, $30 million, right? Who? Uh, Garrett. Garrett, yeah. Yeah, he I made about right. six mil. I think a high-toned um, coordinator can make a couple mil. I'd say two, two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Question is, if he's he got waited, pedigree, I'm sure they're paying him. Doesn't fairly. he get a head coaching job next year if he sits out a year, just like McCarthy did? So what? So he be he's an OC this year. He, he might have gotten go the, get one next year. He might have gotten the Giants' job if they wouldn't have dawdled Panicked. like they done, and uh, well, they wanted Judge Joe Brown. No, they didn't. No, it's Joe Judge. Oh, am I Joe the... Judge Brown. <laughs> Judge Joe Brown. <laughs> He's not the new head coach. <laughs> well, at least it'll be more interesting when the Giants play the Cowboys next year. We'll see. I'm, Maybe. I, I, what's going to be funny is that he's been hiding all these plays, and now he's going to throw them at the Cowboys two times a year. Good for him. <laughs> he's going to show them. What the heck? Yeah. Well, he's got a decent quarterback. We'll see what else he's got. Yeah, good running back. Uh, do you think he moves or does he keep his house? Ooh. 
Well, you got to be there six months, at least six months out of the year. He had two residences. Yeah, he's okay. probably going to get him in an apartment up there I somewhere. I don't think he has kids, does he? Yeah, I don't know. He does not. Yeah. So there you go. Hmm. Well, all right. Nothing, nothing keeping him here. Get a little penthouse up in uh, the west side of New York and then have the place back For here. Two and a half million a year, you can get something decent. But Will's decent. wife still work at the Star. Does his wife work at the Star? What'd she do? She the the, stadium the rumor like is is that she did rumor. tours at Jerry World. Hmm. No kidding. <laughs> it's like Universal Studios. So Br- Brill might not have a job after this. Uh, she can huh. polish Sky Mirror or something. <laughs> Sky she Mirror. can do tours up in uh, the Meadowlands. <laughs> just out there with a squeegee, just <laughs> squeegeeing some windex next to Sky Mirror. He was like, <laughs> he, she can do a tour yeah, up in the Meadowlands. Meadow right, and Meadow then the brain just trails. Happy birthday, Rick. Thank you, boys. Love you. Enjoy your clams. Live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 1310 at 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus station.